If you'd like to get a hold of us and contribute some commentary on the show, feel free to call us at 1-866-509-4545. And if you leave us a voicemail that you want us to play on air, do give us permission to do it. Also, feedback at ami.ca is our email address. And on social media, you can easily find us on Twitter, for example, at AMI-audio. That's the handle. I'm Ramia Amadin here with Daniel McLaughlin. And on Thursdays, we get into some technology chat. So let's bring on Michael Fair. Hi, I'm Mike Fair. iPhones, iPods, and iPads are everywhere. And they're doing great things for the blind. We explore all that, plus audio entertainment, dramas, podcasts, internet radio, and games. We share it all on Kelly and Company. VoiceOver is the conversation today, specifically these voices, because if you're using VoiceOver or other text-to-speech output um, all the time, or significantly enough at least, finding a voice that you're happy with is very important. So a lot of old and new voices have suddenly become available on iOS 16. So it's this big topic of discussion now amongst the community. And Michael, you're going to discuss these new voices and tell us how we can use them. Um, starting with what do we gain by taking time and actually exploring these voices and finding something that we like? We, we actually, it, it makes a big difference. First of all, you, you can find voices that you're just naturally able to understand better. Uh, so better grasp of what is being said, uh, presumably at a faster rate uh, than other voices. So you gain a gain efficiency of understanding uh, also, it's, there's a psychological thing to this. If you find a voice that you really like, you sort of can't help but think, like sort of anthropomorphize your iPhone or your computer and kind of think of that voice as kind of almost sentient, like it's it's almost a companion and a, you know, a buddy for you. So if you find some, uh, a voice that you're happy with, you're going to want to do more uh, with, with, it, with what you have. So that's, I think... Uh, an important uh, thing. And the other thing is different situations. There are certain voices that are just easier, you know, depending on your hearing. Uh, you know, I have hearing loss, so I can certainly relate to this, that are just better in certain situations. If you're in a noisier environment, you might have a favorite voice for that. If you're reading a book, you might have a favorite book reading voice versus if you want to get things done really quick and you need the speed, you know, there might be a voice that's really great for you uh, to, to, for that kind of task. Fascinating. Do we have to pay anything for voices we can choose from? Well, not at the moment. Uh, basically, uh, Apple offers a big library of voices that they've just expanded tremendously with iOS 16, uh, and uh, including some old favorites like Eloquence Voices that have pleased blind people to no end. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we don't have to pay for any of those the voices that are offered now. However, going forward, uh, they've opened the door up. Apparently, there's an API, which is a development tool that third-party uh, developers can use to to create new voices, which they apparently will be able to charge for. So you might see, uh, you know, voices that are even better uh, than what we have now, but you might have to pay a fee to use them or subscribe to them as a service. I don't know how flexible their options are going to be. Uh, but I predict it'll be something similar to what is offered to app developers. I guess we'll see uh, down the road a bit when someone takes advantage of this new opening. I'm really excited to hear your take on the eloquence voices. But where do we go to choose voices to try out? 
So, okay, so if you want to do, uh, if you just, if you don't need voiceover and you just want voices to give you speech feedback, uh, you know, when, when you're to help you read, uh, if you have dyslexia or some other thing, uh, you can do that and they'll give you feedback typing as well. Go to spoken content. It's in accessibility under the visual heading in accessibility settings, uh, under the vision heading. So everything you need is going to be there. Uh, that's for people who don't need voiceover. If you do need voiceover, a whole screen reader, then you go to uh, settings, accessibility, voiceover, and into speech. So that's the area of interest today is, is the speech section of voiceover settings. This is, uh, it, I, I'm just wondering, like, how can you select for um, accents or, you know, I mean, it, many people speak English with uh, all sorts of local accents. Is it possible to find an accent that matches your own? Uh, is it, how, how are these voices arranged? Well, the, the Apple kind of does this because it's when you go into iOS, they, there are slots for active languages. So you can have, you can add languages to what's called the language rotor. And you have every language, every dialect of a language that is available, you can have its own slot on the rotor for one voice uh, can occupy that slot and you can turn the rotor to language and then switch between those voices at will. And nothing stops you from having other voices as well. It's just they all occupy a bit of space. So you're gonna have to think about that. But otherwise you can go into speech settings and change between those voices. So uh, you can have, uh, for example, there are Irish language uh, voices, Australian, UK English, there's a Scottish voice, uh, there's uh, eloquence voices in, in a lot of the languages because it's it's a synthetic speech uh, synth system. Uh, and uh, so there's, uh, there, even in English, there's a large variety, Indian, South African, Irish, a uh, lot of different voices. Mm-hmm. So, so and basically, oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead, Mike. So you, you choose, there's a, a, a slot up front uh, for the default voice and that you, you pick in the voice section, uh, it, it, you go into speech and then you flick right and you come to uh, uh, voice and you double tap on that. And uh, you can pick from a, a wide variety of voices as your default voice. And that's one of the slots that's always available. And, uh, yeah, that you have a wide range of dialects there. So you can actually use that to try out all kinds of different voices and then pick the one you want as your default voice and then go or on to sort over. of, yeah. And then go on to do okay. the same thing for other voices and other language slots. And, and that's, is that the similar, the similar way that we add uh, voices to the rotor? Yeah, exactly. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. You go in and you, you choose a voice that you want to try. Uh, so you go to, say, Australian English, you double tap. You might flick right to get to uh, Matilda, for example, a good Australian voice that just got added. You double tap on her. And then you, you're in the voices area. So now you're in that the area particular to that voice. And there's usually alternatives. So there might be an enhanced or a premium or a compact. And they'll occupy different sizes. So you can flick to the different uh, voices, and if you want to hear what they sound like, flick downward, and you'll hear it say "speak sample," and double tap on that, and you'll hear that voice in that variant of the voice speak. So you can judge the difference and whether you want to spend your space on a higher quality version of that voice. So when you want to add a voice, 
uh, you flick onto its name, you double tap, uh, and then you flick right, and you, you will see the different variants of that voice. You're in the voices area for that particular voice. You pick the one you want, and you double tap on that. And if it hasn't downloaded yet, it will do so. It'll say how much space it's going to take up. Uh, after the voice is downloaded, it will then switch. Uh, when you flick right onto its name, it'll say using this amount of memory, megabytes. Uh, and then you double tap on that. And then the voice will be active. It'll say selected, and it will be active in that slot. So that is your active voice in, say, the default slot or the, you know, the other slot you might have chosen. Uh, so uh, the default slot you can choose between all the dialects of your language uh, it, that it, it is in your region. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, choose between every other slot is specific to that language, and you'll, you'll be presented with, with options in, in available for that particular dialect. So it's pretty it customizable. Like yeah, yeah. And, but it sounds like there's such a big choice too. So once you've added the dialect, uh, how do you then go on to, to pick the exact voice that, that, that you want to work with? Well, we basically covered <clears throat> how to add the voice. Uh, it's, it's, it's exactly like adding a default voice. So it's exactly what I just outlined. Uh, mm -hmm. To add the dialects to the rotor, you flick to the last, uh, right at the end of the speech settings, you'll find an add language button. You double tap that and you can choose a new language and it'll get mm. added to the rotor. And then you can, uh, that slot will be available for another voice choice that you can make. Uh, so that's that's kind of how that works. Right. And, and I'm so curious, like if people have feedback on how the other languages are um doing like if they're being done well i'm curious about that okay going yeah. back to something that the blind low vision community was very excited about which is the eloquent voices eloquence voices uh availability why is that why are people so excited about it eloquence is a different kind of case it's a synthetic voice so it's not as clear and human sounding natural sounding as other voices but it has a real legendary role in a lot of blind people's lives because Jaws for Windows used this voice for years, for decades, yep. literally. So some people have gone through school and had, you know, careers using these voices now. They're, they're I think, around 30, 20, 30 years old in that range. So these go back a long way now. And uh, I used them in 95 when I was in university, just getting into Windows, 96, 97 in that range. So uh, they go back that far. And uh, they're synthetic so some people find it's easier to separate those voices from music or other audio in the background and Alex so that is can too be human yes <laughs> and he breathes which creeps some people out uh so you it's know so are, does... are the other ones that aren't synthetic uh sampled from a human voice I, i'm not mm -hmm. clear yeah. how how you make that it's... distinction it, yeah, the, the other voices that are not purely synthetic are basically b bits of human speech, phonemes and other tiny bits of, of speech that are basically strung together on the fly by the program that that is the, the voice. So it's taking bits of, of you know, Carradine Jacobson did one uh, Australian singer, and she recorded all these different parts of speech, and they were just strung back together to form whatever word need to be, needs to be spoken in that instant. So that's kind of how these work. So cool. And uh, yeah, so that's why you get all these the very different voices that uh, that can sound as human as, as they do. 
Oh, wow. So uh, could you get your favorite actor or, or actress uh, sampled if you, you know, it, it, I guess that that yeah. isn't going you to be on, on this yet. <laughs> you, well, I mean, with this new third party API, maybe, but you need enough sampling of that yeah. voice. And it has to be really clear and isolated from other stuff because mm -hmm. this is what's going to build the, you know, the voice. Right. So typically they have someone record all these things in a studio uh, and and just take that those tiny bits of, of speech and and basically build them as needed. <laughs> yeah, it is quite fascinating because it's done so well. Like Alex is one of my favorite voices. Do you have any favorites, Mike, in the new ones or I, just overall? Yeah, a couple of the new ones really impressed me. Evan on the U.S. side is a really nice new alternative to Alex. It's not quite as as uh, realistic, but it's it's just a nice, especially if you don't like the breathing Alex does, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Or Jamie in the British voices. Jamie is a nice new British voice that I quite like. Uh, there are a couple of new Indian voices as well. Uh, I think it when Aisha or Isha was one. I, I'm probably am butchering that name. Um, and Rishi is another one. Uh, and there are a number of others. Fiona is a new Scottish voice that's quite nice. Uh, Matilda on the Australian side. Uh, so there's there's quite a bit to choose from. And then you got all your Siri voices, which you can also use as voiceover voices. Right. So there's, there's all of a sudden lots more variety. I know. You won't be able to recognize another blind person just because they're using voiceover Alex, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome, Mike. Well, this was fantastic. Um, I don't know how much storage we're all willing to put into trying all these voices, but it's definitely something to explore. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. The more you put in, the better the voice will sound. So premium is always going to sound better quality than yes. uh, the, the compact ones. But if, if you're really stuck for space, uh, it's an option if you want to mm -hmm. sacrifice quality. Yeah, it's between this and Netflix for me. Thank you so much. <laughs> All so right, you, my pleasure. <laughs> you can choose from the growing collection of voices after you've updated your iPhones to iOS 16 and iPad owners uh, look ahead to some new updates on that as well. After the break, stick around because we're getting gardening with Susan Kearney and she's introducing us to the ground cherry. We'll be right back. <laughs> 